Hey y'all, this is India Sean and you're listening to The Sykes. They never said The Sykes podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? The device is a black podcast in all genres with a sprinkler pop culture and a shit ton of food. If you're not from DC, you probably don't know what size <laughs> All right, so game time. You guys, welcome to the size. We are super excited. It has been like a guest heavy last couple weeks on the podcast. We're super excited. We got Avion in the mix. We have Sierra Sean in the mix. Okay, my other girl. And then we got the doll. India Sean in the mix. Sunlight. I'm just kidding. Proud goes wild. Proud goes wild. So for anybody that like don't know you, which I don't know how, but for people that don't know you, if you can introduce yourself to to the co-host of the site. Before we start standing. Oh, so I am just me, India Sean, singer, songwriter, crazy girl. Um, been doing this forever. Sometimes I feel like a vampire because people be like, I used to listen to you in college. I'm like, how old am I? But, you know, I, I've been doing it since I was 15. So, yeah, a lot of, I guess a lot of people would know me. I'm like the industry's little sister, but all grown up now. Love that. <laughs> true, true. I don't, I don't know anybody personally that doesn't know you, but I feel like for formality purposes, we have to say that. But did they buy the album? No, I'm just kidding. Question. <laughs> listen. listen. Well, what brand what did they stream the new single? Right. What was that meme of Brandy? And she's like, okay, people are clapping, but did you buy the album? We right. bought the album. <laughs> Ooh, RIP 106 and Park, a time. A show. <laughs> um, so what have you been doing in your quarantine? Like, so many people have been on the scale of, like, doing the most to doing nothing. Where are you at on the quarantine schedule? Um, I'm, I'm on the doing the most side right now. It didn't start that way. Um, I think I was one of those people who, like, was very ambitious in the beginning. Like, I'm gonna work out every day and I'm gonna really take advantage of this time. I'm gonna learn how to play guitar. I ain't strummed one note on the guitar. But uh, <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, the year's almost over. What have I done? I, you know, I haven't really written many songs. And so um, obviously I've rolled out music and, you know, done videos and things like that. But um, outside of that, I'm like, personally, I need to like really start exercising some discipline. So I've been working every day and now that people are like a little bit more comfortable with getting back in the studio, I've been booking sessions. Um, so yeah, I'm back on the writing and just trying to be productive in that area. It's so interesting hearing what people have been doing in this time because like Stephanie said, you could literally have just not been doing anything at all. True. But at the same time, so much content has been coming out. Is there anybody that you've been like discovering or listening to during quarantine that you want to talk about? Um, I really like this girl, Tiana Major Nine. Are y'all familiar with her? Yes, baby Jasmine Sullivan. Baby Jazz. Everybody keeps calling her Jazz. I feel like she's going to go through the same thing that like I kind of go through with the Brandy things. Like, you sound like Brandy. And of course, it's the highest of, of compliments, but like, 
is just, I feel like she has that same quality as Jasmine, you know, in her voice, but she's the baby. Um, and she does have her own style too, uh, but I've, I've really been on her. And who else? I feel like I had to like rediscover Sir. Like I slept on him mm -hmm. for so long, but I love Sir. Uh, I don't know who y'all been listening to. You. <laughs> ah, stop. Who else? Um, I've been listening to everybody. JoJo has been going crazy. I need to some, I need to get into it because yeah, apparently I'm asleep. JoJo is not playing with the people in 2020. Like three projects back to back. She did a what album? Then she did an acoustic version of that album. Then oh she wow! Deluxe. Yeah. She was ready to just drop the content, huh? And she sings on Instagram every single morning. Yeah. Like every time you get on your Instagram, it gives JoJo is live and mama is singing something. Like people just be commenting, girl, sing this. She's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, as she should. Like, I feel like that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense for her. Okay, I need to I need to listen to these projects. Definitely check her out. Um, who I've been listening to Trap House Jodeci, which you were on. Trap House Jodeci too. Ah, I'm like, what is that? That's great. <laughs> Um, <laughs> because, you know, that was one of those things that like, we're like, let's just meet up in the studio and just do something like, let's get creative. And then it's like, fast forward two years or something, maybe more than that. It's like, you want my album and it's out. No. Oh, I didn't sign no paperwork. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> and That's we like the paperwork. Okay. <laughs> That's my boy. Shout out to Ye Ali with his little fine self. Both of y'all look like family. Y'all look smack alike. Huh? I'm saying that Ye Ali and India look smack alike. Like, it gets related. I could see that, actually. That is my cousin. No, um, that's funny. I, I see it. I see it. I see it. Right. Um, who else? Well, obviously, Chloe and Hallie. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Obviously, Victoria Monet. Mm -hmm. Um. Yes, love obviously it. Obviously, Salt. And they about to put something out. Oh, this. I just discovered because that's Kid's sister, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm doing quotes for everybody listening because allegedly. We for, I wasn't about to spill it. I know it's her, but girl, it sounds smack like you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they supposed to be dropping something. They just dropped something like maybe two months ago, and they about to drop something else in like a week. They be feeding the people. Um, who else been listening to? Obviously, Brandy. Uh, I didn't want to say it because we've talked about her literally for the past four episodes. Every single deal. I'm going to be talking about Borderline until about 2025. So, wow. have you clocked into the new Brandy? I have, of course, like as soon as it dropped. And my friend Camper, he actually did the entire album. So, just like in support of him, and because I'm just going to stand Brandy for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. Camper yeah. went crazy on that album. Like, I mean. He ate it. Like, <laughs> it's no way around it. And I, and I think that a lot of artists are going to run to him for that magic. And I don't know, like, he is so talented, but I think it's something special about him and Brandy. Like, the same way we felt about, like, Brandy and Rodney Jerkins, that's how I see Brandy and Camper now. Wow, 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 wow. Like, there's, there's a sweet spot in their connection. Mm -hmm. What are some of your fave songs from B7? Oh, I like No Tomorrow. I need to know the one. So cute. I know the melody. Yeah, I love No Tomorrow. Of course, love Borderline. Um, 
what's the one after lucid did i make that up that title okay <laughs> mama said she's abusing ambien okay <laughs> oh my goodness Brian patrick davis tweeted that last night and just put dot 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 i lost it oh my lord <laughs> abusing ambien god <laughs> Uh, who else? I feel like so many people been dropping music. Tinashe is Tinashe don't stop in quarantine. Mama doing these five hour concerts on multiple platforms. Like <laughs> the music is out. People are really not playing. Was Jasmine Sullivan's new song makes me cry on a daily basis? Oh my god, it's nuts. She really like. I don't know what it is about. She she said that she was influenced by. Frank Ocean when she did Insecure, but she's like taking that and ran with it, and I love it. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. How are y'all feeling about Scissor's new? I personally love it. Like, okay. <laughs> I was so, good about it. <laughs> you brought it up because I just listened to it um, yesterday because it dropped the same time as the Do It Mega Mix, and I had to spend my quality time with my daughters. Um, my daughters being. Big Lotto, City Girls, and okay. um, Dozier's. So I was very occupied. But I listened yesterday. So I was texting Muse because he loves the song. And I used to be a crazy scissor fan. Like, it was like giving girl relax when her first project came out, See Scissor Run. But then I couldn't get into anything after that because it's funny you said it earlier. She sang like Brandy to me when she first came out. And so I was mm. like, living. Anybody that's a descendant of Brandy, I'm going to be here for. But then when she got her own style, which I know sounds stupid when you say it out loud, I was like, don't see it. Wow, <laughs> that's interesting. And so with this, and also because I only like two types of music. Like, you either got to church me out. So like you're doing a whole bunch of runs and just being ignorant or you got to make me want to dance and like okay. she didn't really give a lot of songs that were doing that outside of like her songs that she had with um kingdom who also just dropped the project um and she had up-tempo dance songs with him but she never really promoted them which is sad because they were hits but anyway <laughs> so when i heard this i was like oh okay i like this like it's giving me a little i could dance but okay. then I going back and forth with Muse about what she was saying before I could confirm if I liked it. Because I was like, I don't want to hear no more sad songs. I want to hear, like, I'm a bad bitch and, like, I go to the club and dance with my friends. So Muse was literally deciphering line by line for me yesterday via text. Because <laughs> I'm lyric children, so I was like, okay, so this is what she meant here. When she says affair, it's not actually a love affair. Nobody was cheating, but she was, you know, talking about the romance and all. Like, I was really going off on her. And she still don't. Literally, we was down to the genius. Like, I'm watching the video while I'm looking at the lyrics, while I'm looking at his text, putting the pieces together. Yeah. It was like a gif of Issa Rae when all the math is like just. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, crazy. I, I just watched it. Like, I think it's important to like listen to it separately and then like, and then watch the video and take that in separately. Cause I, I haven't done that yet. I just watched the video when it dropped. Everybody was excited. She looked beautiful. It was, you know, mm -hmm. good I to have her back. Like, that is my part. Like, Give me the ography. Paris Goble did that. They got our girl um, Ballfish from Black is King in there. Like, dance. Ballfish. I love that. First name Bald, last name Fish. present. <laughs> 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 I think her name is Taylor Terry. 
we found out her name the last time. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't called her name since. She been ball blindfish since. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. The ball joint. Love her. <laughs> Use her legs. <laughs> <laughs> so since we have you here, I think we have to let the audience know how we met you because we stand for you all the time and i'm sure that people who don't know be like how do they know this girl like why are they always talking about her like what is it giving so i know we have two very different meetups and i wanted to see like how you and stephanie me and then i'll talk about how okay Steph? No. <laughs> my cat is like i want to talk about when i met india as well down to the um yeah it's that new little shopping center by pont is it pont city market I yeah think? pont yeah. city market i was trying to think of the name earlier and i was talking to you about it means um r.i.p to the murder kroger gentrification is a bitch but it but yeah, so um because you at the time were living in atlanta and i was always in atlanta because clark um <laughs> so we became cool irl so that's our that's our um did we ever link up in new york or that never happened i i think we did one time i came to you came um you did a show i forgot who you had open for but i came to a show but we only chatted like a couple seconds we didn't really talk like soon we spent time in atlanta okay uh, was that rory maybe i don't know I, I may have made that up but anyways i don't remember that's crazy it might have even gave came for you and pooched it <laughs> yeah that was that was the real i remember I, re I specifically remember like going down by a merch table or something to come like squeeze you real quick or something mm -hmm. that, that was the rory tour so wait stephanie brought up outer limits and i need to take the name outer limits is my favorite india sean project wow i stand i play one son at least once every two weeks just to make sure i still know the lyrics ah, that is hilarious no like i have a, a twitter mutual she tweets the lyrics of one son once a month i'm not bullshitting like <laughs> The song. Once a month. That is the song. Sis. I do. That is that is the song. That is this. I do love one son. <laughs> and I always loved performing that one too. Yeah. Oh, there's just so many good songs on there. So, I feel like a lot has changed for you since since that project. Like, how would how would you even view like your trajectory since then? Like your career since then. Oh my gosh. I mean, I've, you know, taken so much time off, like in between, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if it weren't for this deal, I mean, I probably would have put out, actually I probably would have put out more music more consistently um, if I wasn't like with new management and like in the record deal and stuff like, cause I was pretty, um, I, I really, I was pretty 
just like doing it on my doing it on my own terms and like taking the initiative to put out music because I wanted to like maybe not even like with any kind of strategy but just like I made these songs and I'm about to put this out and you know when you obviously you have a team and stuff it like it's yeah it's not your <laughs> it's not in your hands anymore so I have projects that I've done in between the time and I'm just sitting on them but um otherwise I'm happy to like have gone from that space of hustling and struggling and doing it on my own to having a whole system and a whole team um, behind it. So it's good to finally have support for once in my life. Oh, that's right. And how do you feel like your sound has changed or if you feel like it's changed at all since, you know, let me show yous and the, you know, stay classy, San Diego's and all those to where you are now with your new singles you're going to talk about soon. Yeah, yeah I think at like at those times I was so um I was always trying to find a way of like doing something cool and fun without um without telling too much of my business or being too edgy like I was very much um always considering like my grandmother what's she gonna say if she hears this song and like I, I was always thinking about other people you know um and now I'm grown as hell. So it's like, I, I'm only thinking about myself. And, you know, I feel like these new songs are are more me and more um, me as a grown woman who be doing grown woman stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but sonically, uh, I mean, I feel like that's content wise. Sonically, I think I've I've pretty consistently stayed in the vein of doing like experimental R&B. Like I'm gonna give you like the soulful sound, harmonies, vocal production, um, but I do like to kind of play with different sounds than I guess a, a straightforward R&B girl would, you know? So I think I've been pretty consistent with that. You know what's crazy? I was describing your music to somebody and I was like, it always feels like summer when I listen to the Indies music. Oh, that's cool. It's that's my favorite like season. Summer. It feels like summer at my beach house by the water. The waves are not crashing, but they're not still. It's like giving like a consistent. That, uh, a how do you come up with this stuff? Because they're not yeah, quite crashing, nor are they still. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's hella cinematic. Like, mm. like you know, when I when I listen to your music, that's just how it feels. Even I mean, we're gonna talk this later. I don't want to lay muse out. But even like water me just feels Ooh. like sitting at the water's edge, like <laughs> sliding up your leg. Like it just gives that, you know what I'm saying? And I think like artists that are able to make music that grounds you in places in a specific place or a specific space is like super special. Um, because no matter where you are, I can turn whatever song on and I can be in an awful fucking mood and it'll instantly like, you know, wow. Change yep. the mood. Yeah, that's the spirit of the Lord that you're hearing. I can feel it. Lord, it comes upon my heart <laughs> like a do in the morning. But uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna let y'all breeze past water me. So my India Sean story. Okay. Is from when I was a wee pup at Clark Atlanta University. Oh my gosh. I was like fake interning for Concrete Loop, but that was just because I was really close to Brian Patrick Davis. So I was concert hopping. And whether you were performing or just in the audience, I feel like in my mind, you became my concert buddy. Cause you were always there. Mm -hmm. like, okay, so vinyl, I'm a seat India. I know that <laughs> it was this one performance. Teacher Moses was opening. 
I mean, Teacher Moses was headlining. And mm -hmm. Alex Osley was opening. And you were in the audience, like, right on my left. And randomly, Kiki Wyatt was on my right. And I was oh like, my gosh. pass out. I was like, OK. At one point, I think I came over to just stand on the wall beside you with my drink. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that was. Not vinyl, but in like center stage or something yeah. up there. Yeah, What's and that the little one called Loft or something. The Loft, the yeah, Loft. Yeah, it was exactly. that. I used to live up there basically. I was at, mm -hmm. and I will always bump into you. Yes, and that's funny because I always say like at some point or another, I feel like we were just like all the artists in Atlanta were just performing for each other. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you have a show, I'm gonna be there, and then I have a show, and then like, you know, and and of course that's cute, but I'm like, let me go to LA and have. <laughs> in the audience because it's just artists no I, just performing for each other you never know who you were going right into and it was like everybody was cool with each other so it was like you said it was really cute like for like yeah, a long time. yeah. Uh, but between you him and Han to uh backstroke and then kiki over here like belting and i was like y'all don't hear her gosh about to pass out in there yeah i would have passed out if i would have seen kiki i don't know that i saw her because <laughs> It'd be foggy and log. You know, people be smoking. You can do whatever you want in Atlanta. <laughs> right. Obviously, like, look at them today. Lord. So what has that transition been like from Atlanta to LA? Because everyone is leaving the East Coast, whether it's from the North or the South. Everybody is, like, getting it to LA. I'm coming to LA. Looking happy. Really? Like, everybody in LA looking happy. Skin is on glisten. Garments is on fashion, while the rest of us looking crazy on the East Coast. What is I mean, like, I feel like it's not the worst place, like, to be locked down in or, like, during a pandemic. Like, but I actually, uh, it's funny because being here, I'm knowing some people that are going back to, <clears throat> excuse me, going back to ATL and going back to the East Coast. So, I don't know. But come on. It's, come on, y'all. No, I'm going to be there in two weeks because I just need to not be in D.C. It keep raining. I just be in here staring at my ceiling. Like, it's a cute ceiling, but, you know. Oh, my gosh. Do you feel, like, stuck there or? Well, okay, I'm used to, like, even just for this show, I was in New York every two weeks on loop all last year. Like, okay. Just go up, Stefan would come here, we would meet in Philly, like, I was back and forth to LA and Chicago for work, like, work, work, work. Um, so I'm just used to being on the go, and I had told myself, okay, I'm going to chill out this year, I'm going to recoup, I'm going to take the beginning of the year and just, like, settle, like, relax. But then March hit, and I was like, well, I didn't want to <laughs> really do it like this. So I haven't been outside of D.C. since March, and I'm like, got to go somewhere. Like, I'm my hazmat suit up. I'm going to look like Naomi Campbell, and me and my homeboys going to go on a road trip. Yeah. Come on out. It's time. Ma'am, how about you in Brooklyn? Oh, she's not leaving. <laughs> I don't even leave the neighborhood, so. <laughs> I keep telling her to go outside. I want to come to LA so bad. Like my cousins have a lovely house in um, Porter Ranch. They used to live in Pasadena, but now they live in Porter Ranch. And I love their house. Love to. I usually decamp there for a week every year. But it's given. I'm scared to even put a hazmat suit on. Like I'm airports are like freaking me out. Like going to the market be enough stress on the dog. Cause yeah, like, but old ladies sneeze on me too close. Honestly, I feel like a grocery store is is more risky than an airport. Like I've been to the, I've actually traveled to ATL uh, for my mom's birthday actually in June, and it was fine. It was, it was fine, girl. 
The thing is, I'll be the dumb one to get COVID. Like, everybody else, like, family been to to LA, to Atlanta. They out and about to the club. But I'm like, it'd be my little stupid self. I used to think like that, too. But then so many people have been here. Like, my house is the hub for family in my family. Okay. I've been here. And I'm just like, well, if they're doing it, everybody's fine. Let me just go get my little test and leave. Like the people are alive and well. <laughs> Everybody that has been at the club in the last two months are totally fine. They're yeah. still with us. Yeah. Um, they with us and they about to be at the hookah bar tonight. <laughs> Look. No, Atlanta was scary. I'm not gonna lie. Like Atlanta was like, because I've been um cautious and like you know, doing everything I need to do, but like at the same time kind of flexible and kind of testing the waters a bit. But Atlanta had me shook. I'm like, there was never a pandemic here. Um, it's it was more popping than like fucking I don't know pre COVID. It was I hadn't seen Atlanta like that in in years. But niggas is dressed suited and booted, smoking hookah, club packed. I got a hookah right here. Like I'm good. I don't really right, sharing <laughs> blunts. I'm like I. This is too much. This is a lot. Yeah. But. Live long and prosper, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. God bless. We'll see y'all hopefully on the other side because... You know they canceled homecoming? Like, I'm still hurt by that. I might not go to Atlanta just because of PTSD. It's my 10 year. Oh, it's your... Oh, uh, no. Are they going to do a Zoom thing? No. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, Good night. No. Um, so, circling so back, I think Muse also wanted to go like just pull out certain songs because we just love certain songs so we talked okay. about so we talked about one son muse needs exact down to the letter <laughs> details on water me i have a specific question but i'll wait because you might answer okay. it in your explanation okay question what was it given all of my favorite voices on one song and it actually sound like the title like you know how steph described it as like at the water's edge i'm literally there right now listening to water (laughs) and then having seen all of you guys live before separately i was just like if they ever sing this for me in my face i might evaporate how did that even happen like how did you guys come together to do that you know, it's interesting because when I did it, I was like, dang, I can hear Alex on this. And Alex is one of my favorite singers, one of my favorite artists. And that was like kind of like a dream thing to get her on. But we're, we're friends too at the same time. So it was an easy ask. Um, and then Ray was like an up and coming girl in Atlanta who I thought had an incredible voice. And so it was like, you know, dream collab. And then like, let me like kind of reach out to someone who's on the rise and like, let's all get on something. And I just sent it to them and um, they did their thing on it, you know, and we came together, came together. If y'all never heard Water Me, press pause on this damn cast <laughs> right now. Like it's going yin, yin, yin in the playlist that I put together for the episode, but that is my shit. Thank yeah. you. And besides y'all's voices, the production was so good too. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. there was to listen to it on loop. Mm-hmm. Jayla Darden. Uh, ah, she did that? Jayla Darden produced Shut up. it. She's also singing some backgrounds on there with me. Yeah, Jayla Shut did that. Up. I, here we go. I love her so much. She's so special. Child. So I used to be a dream girl, too. I'm standing. <laughs> I'm standing. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, Jayla did that one. Um, and then I called in some like musician friends from Atlanta to um, to play on that little end piece where it's just like, let the music breathe. I, I don't think we have enough songs that just, you know, let the music have its moment. And so I wanted, I wanted to have that part in the end. And yeah, it just kind of has that replay value. Yes, it does. Oh, it definitely does. Um, and for me, it's so funny because I feel like you always like put me in, like not intentionally put me on to new artists because I had never heard of Ray Louise until um, Water Me came out. And then mm -hmm. I don't know if it was like timing or what, but her 1990X project came out like shortly mm -hmm. after. And 1990X had me amused in a place oh still. Yes. Oh my gosh. She's such a vibe. Like she just taps into an era of feel good. Her voice is ridiculous. Like, ma'am, please. I almost passed out seeing her too because I knew about her before the song Randomly Atlanta bringing everybody together. It's a crazy place, but like, I love it there at the same time. Ray Louise opened up for Duran Bernard. Mm. What is that place called? Apache? Oh, yeah. Old school Apache? <laughs> <laughs> Next to the club. What was that club called? Um, oh my god, 708. Woo, gay. Oh my god. <laughs> I love how I said ghetto, you said gay, same. <laughs> ghetto and gay. Yes, both of those. <laughs> Parking lot used to be the knock, though. Let me go to that. <sighs> but no, Ray Lewis is a crazy person. That is one of my favorite songs in life, actually. Yeah. That's crazy. And in terms of artists who me on to, like the rework project that you did a zillion years ago put me on to Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Mm -hmm. So the yeah. way you be a and r in my little playlist, my little Ricky Dick playlist, <laughs> don't even know. Like, I think that's so, that's something about you outside of like the music you make that I really enjoy by being not just your homegirl, but like a fan is yeah. that you introduced me to new artists that then introduced me to somebody else, somebody else, somebody else. Um, but what are put Alex Ivy back on my radar because you oh. never stops talking about her. Oh my gosh. But I had never really spent time. So, I mean, you kind of answered the question of how y'all, um, how you got everybody together and kind of why. So my question has now like, whatever, but I just wanted to stand because like y'all four, cause now you got right. Jayla Dorian. Yes, yes Jayla. Like, just to see the new era of girls working together is something I've always loved to fucking see because it's always this myth like, oh, girls don't work well together. Girls be falling out with each other. And it's like, no, like it's three, four singing ass girls got up on the track together and gave us a hit. Like, and you know, but that that was intentional because I I do feel like that other part is kind of true where like it's like this fake solidarity amongst women in the industry and it, there's really not. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I am grateful to kind of like just I feel like the underdogs of the <laughs> like we're like kind of like the slept on slept on underdogs, but like the like hidden treasures, like we stick together and I love that. I so. feel like you guys represent like a like a, a cult classic aspect of the music that we listen to right now. Like you can you can be underdogs per se, but the people that know y'all love y'all. Mm. show up and show out no matter what y'all do <laughs> and everybody can't say that yeah yeah that's like, right speaking of cult classics i guess that's like a good segue 
we have been on your live since Origins because thirsty for music. Ah. I know a lot of our fans were introduced to you on the St. Heron compilation. Mm -hmm. And like that, a lot a lot of those cult classic songs come from there, like people working together. Cassie was on there, you were on there. Um, how did that come about? Like, how was it working with Solange on that? And that's funny because you mentioned Brian. Shout out to Cron Concrete Loop. Shout out to Brian. And oh. um, I always think about him <laughs> when I think about the St. Heron thing because um, it was at Janelle Monet's house that I met Solange um, after one of her shows. And Brian was there because, you know, everybody used to gather at Janelle's house after. Well, I was and, there. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, were you there? Yeah. So. I remember Solange being there and I was just like over the excited, like I'm in the presence of a nose, you know? <laughs> and she was looking at me and I'm like, is Solange looking at me? Um, and indeed she was because like moments later she walks over and she was like, I found your song on Concrete Loop. And right, she was like, I heard you on Concrete Loop and I just like can't stop playing it. It actually wasn't, it wasn't I'm Alive though. Um, it may have been like all I have or like another one of those, but for whatever reason, we couldn't clear the one that she liked, but she was like, I still want you on this compilation. Let's pick another song. And so, yeah, she ended up using I'm Alive on St. Heron. And I made a lot of fans from that project. Didn't make a lot of money, but I made a lot of fans. <laughs> and that's why I live. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Solange and yeah, that that was a whole moment for me. That was incredible because I remember we're never exchanging contact information and somehow I just got an email like Solange would like to, you know, like these no's are powerful. There is trickery in the system. I, <laughs> <laughs> like it's some some magic, some blue area that we don't know about, but I love it personally. Yes. Um, so wait, I want to um, talk about another song, another single. <laughs> Um, let's talk about galaxies, ma'am. Yes. Um, it's funny because somebody just posted like an India Sean starter kit and they put like all the music and they left up galaxies. I'm like, wait, that has to be a starter kit. The starter kit ain't real. It ain't valid. It ain't verified. <laughs> galaxy sounds like I'm at my beach house and it's nighttime and uh, they didn't respond to my texts in the next within like the last five minutes, so I feel in my mind that we're now broken up. <laughs> what is wrong? Galaxies away from me, like uh. So let's talk about like just writing the song, um, the production, which just feels like otherworldly. Like just talk about galaxies because that actually might be my favorite like now like you know your favorites change all the time but like mm -hmm. the last like third year and a half it's been galaxy for me okay so i feel like i get a lot of credit for being this amazing songwriter girl but like honestly i think the credit needs to be like for just aligning myself with all the greatest people <laughs> like the james the you know um because that one leon thomas uh it would not have been that without leon he really guided that session and um, is just such a musical genius and so brilliant with the lyrics. And yeah, I, I owe that to him. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking down at my phone because there's a very specific lyric that I wanted to read. 
lyric that I want to read because I want to watch Muse cry. I was about to say, she's trying Shut to- up. I want to watch him cry. <laughs> I'm out the boo watch. Stop. Well, first of all, the way, there's like a particular like, and I want to like really have a com a deep dive conversation with a producer because it's like certain decisions producers make that amplify the voice. Mm. So like when you start the chorus, it's so cold up in my room in here without you. It's like the it sounds like the the beat just like dips into an orb or something. Like it's like mm. I don't know what. They were doing dips <laughs> into an orb. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the the beat like drops in a particular yeah. way, so like it's literally this huge. It sounds like a huge gap between your voice and the beat, and it's so like your voice like floats. It's this. It doesn't. I don't know. Maybe my ears are like extra nerdy, but there's a moment that happens that that shit like. The beat like melts into itself, and you can hear you clearer than the instruments. Mm. Like, I'm about to go who, listen to this. Do that. Like, who says, <laughs> let's go here with the beginning yeah. of the song? That's it's crazy. Okay, so the the part that takes me out is the bridge. Oh, I've yes. Been, I've been waiting. I've been talking to the moon. Oh, um, about you. It. India, girl, get out my face. Like, why would you think <laughs> that? <laughs> Look at me. Yes. He can handle it. Because I'm, I'm, the crazy girl that talks to the moon. Still. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting at the beach house. I'm like, moon, what is it giving? I texted him five minutes ago. He has not responded. Like, moon, sis, what is the Dagaga? Like, are you on, are you on new? Do I need to do some rituals? What is it giving? Do I need to plant my feet in the mud tonight? No, yeah. That was a line. Oh my the god! The imagery of it all, yes. The lyrics, like throughout all of these songs that we've been talking about, take me out. Like, it's cruel what you're asking me to do. Mm. Why do I choose if you don't have to? I never people. had to choose. Oh my god! I was and like, it's me. <laughs> and it's like it's a simple thing. You need energy. I get it you from you. Energy. You need energy. You get it from me. Okay. Uh -huh. That's why we be drained and feeling confused. Listen. Oh wait, what, wait, what you say after that? When I'm running, when I'm running low, low, I'll do what you say. Listen, because I'm tired and I don't feel like fighting for <laughs> Listen, that when I'm when you when I'm running low, I do what you say is a thing. Like <laughs> I do that. It's like, all right, okay, cool. Yes, whatever. Thanks. I have my life. Like, I am here for you. What's it given? <laughs> See, and we got two different interpretations. Music. <laughs> exactly. That part. <laughs> That's the funniest part is like being in the studio and like just racking your brain for hours about like what this is going to mean. And then like people just have their own interpretation anyways and be singing all the wrong lyrics too. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it never mattered. <laughs> it never mattered. And be feeling them wrong lyrics too. <laughs> but I love that. I do love that. <laughs> it was some song Muse was going off so I was like Muse that's not what they say and Muse was like well <laughs> I don't care <laughs> that's what I'm saying yeah, the thing is again I am lyric children I be down to the genius so Ooh. that part 
It's funny because they actually have artists go in and like type type up the lyrics themselves. I had to do that um, for the last couple singles. Because if you leave it up to us, we're going to be saying the wrong shit. Mm -hmm. You know, black people don't care. And we're going to rename the song to what we think it is, too. Mm -hmm. Because what was that? What's that genuine song? My first tweet that ever like did numbers is when, oh, differences. My whole life has changed. And I'm like, (laughs) differences, black people. Since you came in, I knew back then. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The funny thing about that song is, um, me and my sister rewrote it and made it like a made a gospel version, and we sang it like a teen night for church one. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that was my first show. <laughs> that is so funny, and it yeah, it was my whole life has changed. It was not differences. I the gospel it. version. Wrong. You came in. I know that's right, Jesus. <laughs> I, I I'm singing to the Lord above. Genuine. That's why Muse on one, one episode was talking about how everybody thinks that Kanye is doing something so different with Sunday Sermon. We like, no, we grew up doing that, like taking R&B songs and making it church. Right, I, we, right. We had gospel go-go's when I was growing up. Oh my gosh, are you serious? They're doing nothing else. Like, okay, I've listened to Jesus is King. What is the song? Rain that they like interpolate SWB. That is a go-go song. At the end of that, that is a go-go song. I was like, this is not new Kanye. Oh yeah, right. But before we <laughs> go down that Kanye um, journey, which you know can take us all the places, let's talk about the new single, Moving On. Moving on like Working with Anderson Pop, like. Doing the BGVs and then you know, working together on this song, directing the video. So, like, let's talk about all that. Mm-hmm. I feels on the video. It looks so much fun. Like Kirby was in it. Ombre A singer in it. Kirby sings. Mm-hmm. I was like, I love that everybody is in this video and they friends and it looks fun. And I need to move to LA right now. Yes, exactly. Another reason. <laughs> um, yeah. So, where shall we start with all that? Let's start with how you started working with um, Anderson. Okay. okay. So I feel like subconsciously, I'd be writing this story. Like, how can I make my story the craziest, most interesting? Like, what's the worst job I can do? No, <laughs> just to make the story crazy. So I was like, yeah, I know I've been doing my solo shit and like trying to get on and all this for years, but why not sing background again? You know, um, and of course that was not my dream, but I knew that I was planting a seed, obviously. Like, I'm gonna meet Anderson Pack, who I adore, and, you know, we're gonna be friends and we're gonna make music together. He's gonna be on my single, I ain't gonna direct my video. And that's what happened uh, <laughs> a year later. But it started with Coachella 2019. I got a call from Tina Ferris, who is like, you know, um, just historically like one of the best tour managers and just dope black women in the industry. And she put me and two other girls together for Coachella. And then they wanted to use me for the Something in the Water Festival. And then they wanted to use me for something else. And I'm like, I can go to all these festivals and sing these cool songs with Anderson Pack and like have like a writer of like tequila every night and whatever else I want. Like, yes, I'm gonna do this all summer long. Um, and I did, you know, um, went to Europe and and traveled and went to places I'd never been to and like really got a chance to study the craft on 
on a level that I hadn't seen before, you know, because um, he is just, you know, the performers of all performers and the performer of all performers. And um, yeah, so that was that was beautiful. And then we got in the studio a bit and I was always like playing him stuff. He hates everything, first of all. And it's <laughs> funny because I played him moving on like in September and he was like, oh, he's like, he's like, it's so sunny. It just, it, you know, it sounds like you look like it just, <laughs> he was like, it's so, you know, it's, it's cute. Um, and then, um, and then like fast forward to April or yeah, April pandemic lockdown. Um, he sent me an early copy of like what might become his album. And he was like, do you have anything you want me to get on? And I'm like, yeah, nigga. And I played him. I just sent him the track actually without the song. And then he did like 32 bars. I didn't ask for all that, but yes, I'm gonna take it all. And yeah, and that became the song moving on that you hear. Okay, so he's crazy and also was like, I have an idea for the video. And yeah. <laughs> so before we talk about moving on itself, can you kind of give a little bit about your like singing background experience? Because um, our friend Anderson Street um, Philly did an interview earlier in pandemic with um, Reese, and she talked about her experience singing background for Nas Barkley. And she was like, "Yeah, nobody knew, but I was singing for Nas Barkley for like three years." And she oh. talked about how much it taught her about singing, mm. how to sing. So if you could kind of talk a little bit about your experience as a background. You know, it's it's so nuts because I feel like that experience versus like singing background for Willow Smith, like they were two different experiences. And I, I did like a, a short little run with Willow um, for her little promo project last year. And it was like two weeks with her was far more difficult than a year with him on my voice. Um, and I think, you know, obviously because he's a male artist, I was singing like lower notes. It didn't really um, um, demand too much of me vocally. So it was just like a good vocal exercise to be able to be singing all the time. Um, and because I was in the studio so much before that, it kind of, you know, can mess with your ear a little bit, you know, because you get lazy, put a little tune on it. But um, <laughs> so I was like, I have to sing the right note um, and not be pitchy and you know be ready to sing at all times so that aspect of it was cool the willow thing was crazy because i was like can i sing and could i ever sing like i don't know how to use my voice because she'd be doing all kind of crap she i don't know if you heard her project but like her background parts and stuff she really is outside of the box with it time machine my <laughs> oh yeah 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 i love that song i love that song but she had brought in um a vocal coach who has worked with her mother for decades and like has he's the reason why she is where she is vocally and i was like wow i'm a singer who doesn't know like how to use my voice like i really kind of <laughs> um had that realization last summer with her um so yeah i learned a lot about myself and my voice doing background <laughs> yeah that's crazy i don't think i knew about the anderson pop thing i don't think i knew about willow because yeah I've been on tour, my own little concert tour for a while, and I missed Willow. If I would have seen you up there, I would have probably passed out. It's fine. I'm going to name this episode Pass. She out. did. It's crazy because she did really, really <laughs> stupid. She did tiny venues. Um, except for ATL, we did center stage because it was just so sold out. They're like, we have to, you know, um, do a bigger venue. But she did 
the smallest little bars, dive bars. Um, but that was another thing, like, let me plant a seed because I'm trying to meet Will and Jada. And I just... <laughs> Down to the red table. Bye. <laughs> and now I'm on the red table. <laughs> Discussing my entanglements. No. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, I was able to give Will Smith a fucking hug. And Jada's like, thank you for singing with my daughter. Like, you guys sounded great up there. And I mean, that was incredible. Uh, and then just her, you know, Willow is so special. She's like a little alien child, so next level. I mean, she is the product of her parents, you know, which is just really a mind fuck to like be in her presence and to see how how evolved she is just for someone so young, you know, she really is next level. I just channeled her. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's dope. And then I did, I did, um, I did a show with Daniel Caesar too. I did Kimmel with him. So yeah, I don't know. I was just I was in a background vibe last year. <laughs> I was like, let me humble myself and just learn as much as I can from all of these people, you know? And and I did. I took something from each person, for real. I feel like you just surround yourself with good music, and that amplifies how much we feel from you. Because every project you just talked about, every artist you just talked about, is somebody that I cherish their last body of work a lot. Not even whether I knew that you were involved or not. And that is kind of crazy to me because I'm like full circle and now we're talking to you. I've been listening to Daniel Caesar, Willow, Anderson, like, girl, who are you? Like, <laughs> it's magic, like I said. Yeah, but that's also like just doing shit that you like and that you want to do, you know? It's like, I don't care how this looks. I don't care what people think I should be doing. Like, these people, like, I'm fans of them. Like, why wouldn't I want this to be a part of my story that I did Kimmel with, you know, singing Cyanide, my favorite Daniel Caesar song. Like, yes, I'm going to, I'll do the gig, you know? And I get paid to do this. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, my God. So. Are we talking about, oh, what are you about to say, me? Oh, I was, no, the same thing you were about to say. Oh. So you're talking about now you're ready to sing about some grown woman things because mm -hmm. we're real grown on us. Let's talk about moving on like I should. Okay, because I want to feel good for once in my life. No. <laughs> Hello? So how did that song come to be and why um, why did you choose it to kind of lead this new era of India Sean? Um... So bad breakup um, and just stuck in it. And all this, like, this album is done. It's been done, first of all. But, um, you know, I had a lot of sad songs. Wait, wait, like, wait, wait, hold on, India. But you said been done, you said. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's a whole process, OK? It's a whole process. Um, but yeah, I had so you said you were like tired of, of hearing people sing sad breakup songs. And I'm like that with myself. I'm like, I'm tired of being sad. I'm tired of being the vulnerable girl. I'm tired of like, I just want to make something fun, feel good, up tempo. And that's just where I was at with it. Like, it's time to turn the page, new chapter. And that song I did actually in 2018. So it was ready. It was ready to come out. Shout out to D Mile who obviously is responsible for the Victoria Monet album, Lucky Day, incredible musician, you know. So yeah, it was time for that one. And it's, you know, summer. It was just like put out something that feels good. Yeah. And it then was the crazy. Things, they feel fresh. It does. It sounds like a brand new song, brand new sound, all of that. 
and still has the <laughs> make me smile feel that you always get. Thank you. If y'all have not seen the video, please watch it. It's hilarious. Watch it, Anderson, on all of these different bodies. Like, I was like, did Missy Elliott have something to do with this? Because it was the get your freak on head. All <laughs> but it also made sense because when you are trying to move on from somebody, you see them in stuff you shouldn't see them in. You see them everywhere. He was down to the photography booth. Like, that is not him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And he's just like all about him too. So he's like, I'm just gonna put myself all over this. I'm gonna be everybody in the video. Okay, nigga. I thought that it was off some pandemic shit. Like I can't be there because quarantine. So I'm just gonna superimpose my face. Like I was like, Oh no, he was there every step of the way. He actually they did um the visual effects on set. So okay. it was like the you know, the yoga instructor, she would be standing there and then I would have to like stand there again and he would come um in the same you know position and they they did it there on set so yeah he was very present and i also love when it was like the five thousand indians okay. in one room oh i know i wanted that part to be longer like i wanted to like really get into each like space but yeah that was my favorite part i was like i'm going with the sage and the sound bowls that is me <laughs> ah, let me find out <laughs> So you mentioned um, that like you're with a label and have a team. So like, what is what label are you on? Mm -hmm. um, Talked about the support. You well, you kind of mentioned the support, but what does that transition look like from independent to a label? Because everybody's situation looks different. Yeah. Um, so I'm signed to Epic Records as of last year, and more than like I'm signed to Epic Records, it it is meaningful for me because. My A and R Ezekiel Lewis, um, he signed me, and I don't know, like, if you guys are familiar with the Clutch, but Icebox for oh, my yeah. heart, the Carrie Hilson, JQ, yeah. you know, ATL, Candice Nelson, and Ezekiel Lewis and Balewa, they were all in this super songwriting team called the Clutch, Legend. and just coming up as a young buck in ATL, being really inspired by them, like, it's just so nuts that. 10 years later, Zeke would be the person to sign me. Like that was such a full circle special thing. And I think, you know, it was in part because like, he's watched me grind for so long. He's like, she she ain't never gonna give up. Let me just <laughs> give this girl a deal. Somebody gotta do it cause she's still trying. But um, so I feel it's a very like family type of, um, of, of energy there and there's some other A&Rs and project managers, people in the building that I've known. It just feels very divine. Um, I love everyone there. I keep getting asked, like, how do you like being signed to a label? Um, but I don't, like, it's hard to, it's hard to say in 2020 because these are unprecedented times, like nothing's the same. It, this is, experience is not what it would have been last year. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just not the same. And like, everybody's trying to figure it out. So, um, if nothing else, like I said, I'm happy to have the support and uh, a budget. <laughs> you know, like, hey. um, and it's so funny because like my digital guy at Epic would be like, text me like, India, you don't have to, to do that. Like, that's our job. Um, just let us post, let us, like, we can help you come, like we can help you figure this out. We can help you figure out your YouTube shit. Like you don't have to do that anymore. You're signed, you have us now. And I keep having to be reminded of that because I mean, literally 15 years of trying to figure things out myself and doing, just doing it the best I could with what I, little I had, 
you know, just always trying to figure it out. So it's just nice to to take the load off a little bit of myself, you know. And you can feel that appreciation, just like even in talking to you, like knowing how it is to do it all on your own and then now having like the backing and it being like a familiar environment because the clutch, are you crazy? I've been trying to get Candace Nelson on the show since we started. I'm a oh my gosh, Candace would gladly do it. Candace would love to do it. Oh my, yeah, she just, she just hit me last night. I'm just going to, you know. Yeah, yeah, she would love to. I want, so just to pause right there really quick, I, and you should be involved, but they're not going to listen to me. The verses that has been taken over all of the internet for the past quarantine since March, the Timberland and Swiss are doing, I think that they should do a clutch like not actual verses but just have an expose on them get everybody in the room and talk about all of the projects that they've worked on even mm. new because mm. music nerds like us really vibe off of shit like that like that is important for important knowledge to be put out there in the ether for people who are like not just casual music listeners and really be digging in the crates with the records and shit like that so i think they should definitely start like digging into like the production and songwriting part of it. I mean, they're gonna have to after a while. There's only so many classic artists that can compete against each other, you know? So yeah, I think. This weekend, I think we'll be Gladys and Patty. Which is nuts, that was mind blowing. Yeah, like, but I couldn't, I honestly couldn't believe that Brandy and Monica were actually gonna do it. But it made sense, it's like, you have an album out, you gotta promote it, like do this, you know? But they really pulling it together. Yeah. I'm going to pitch that to them, too. Let me get on the PR or something. Yes. I'm trying to be on somebody's team, child. They need you. They really do. Whoever is listening, put Muse on the team, please. <laughs> I need that digital person at Epic Records email because I'm him at my job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Really what I do. <laughs> I'll link you with Hector. Hector is cool. Hector's in New York, actually. Oh, nice. Hey, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you do what we gotta do to get our friend on. Listen, okay. Let's talk about you and Music Soul Child screaming on the same track. Le how? Like, what? First of all, music has been hopping on all the, the new era of singers' projects the last year, and I love that. I do too. And Steph First of all, ever. First of all, music has like five different groups that he's in. Like you would never know, but like he, like literally, like he's teamed up with certain kids in Atlanta and they just have a bunch of groups and like hella songs that, I mean, hopefully, you know, they'll put them out. But um, this particular song, uh, my boy Alex, who is executive producing and writing most of, of the music on his project with music, um, he just brought me in and was like, can you sing on this? Music's on it. I have a group with him. I'm like, yes, I will. Um, and that's how that came about. It was really cool to work with him. Obviously, a dream come true. And then, like, we built a relationship from there. And I had music come sing at uh, Afropunk. Um, he came and did uh, Just Friends on Anderson's set. At Wait, Anderson was down on the drums to Just Friends live? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I like they were, they, we were playing around in rehearsal and he was like, man, he was like, it was. Cool. it would be cool if uh, we can get music. And I was like, hold on, <laughs> I can't get <make> a call. <laughs> <laughs> and he came and did it. I was like, wow, I really made that connection. Okay. Wow. I love that. 
Yeah, I was listening to a music episode on Questlove's podcast, and he was talking about how he's like, yeah, exactly. I was doing, I'm in this group, and I'm in that group, and I was like, wait, what? Where is the music at? Because I right, want all of right. it. Because first right. of all, the man sings better than everybody. Dude. So, mm. I need it. Like, he is the male Brandy. Wow. Steph. <laughs> me and Muse, what was that song, I Do? Me oh and Muse was like, counting the runs. Like, the runs he do literally don't make no sense. Like, I don't know how he comes up with them. And nobody can recreate it. Like, right now they're doing the Jasmine Sullivan Run Challenge. And oh, my gosh. So stupid. That is so funny. Singing community is so ridiculous. You're crazy. <laughs> the Run Challenge. But I need a music run challenge because music got some Wow. Now, right? that is a challenge. Yeah, you need to hit, uh, what is it? Um... It's not the range. Yes, please, <laughs> please contact them with that idea. Him and Indy Ari be running laps around mm. the universe for no reason. I'm like, why do y'all sound so perfect? They think wow. Oh, that's what I think. <laughs> running for nothing. Okay. You know, I just would love to hear people's attempts of his runs. That would be entertainment <laughs> for me. Because you can try, but it's giving try, try again. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, I think that's actually my last question. Um, <laughs> and we didn't have that in our notes, but I was like, Stephanie, it's not in the notes, but please remember to ask because that I was not ready. Um, like, we joined our live. She was yelling about Music Soul Child then. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was I like, live for him. I'm gonna start uploading some of your your dances. TikTok, here we come. Please, TikTok. Can you please? I need to. I've been waiting on somebody to do a TikTok to moving on. Just take the little pre-chorus and come up with something. Oh, Muse will. Don't don't tempt him. And the little girl in my building upstairs, she's TikTok ready. I told her I would come TikTok with her this week. So I will definitely make her do a dance. Thank you. I need that. I just learned how to work TikTok. Don't give me no ideas. I'll be in here yin 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 around this little canopy bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so thank much. Thank you, guys. People thank who actually have listened to the music and know me for real. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, mate. Woo. So ghetto <laughs> over here. I hate it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>